All right, well, welcome back to Cassie's Corner. It's been a while, hasn't it? But today we've come back with even more power and force. We want to revisit My Hero Academia as there's been many developments and revelations since we've last chatted about it. And on top of it, we've fallen in love with this wonderful story called Spy Family. So we want to talk about both of them here today. Last time we chatted about My Hero Academia, we left on the fact that it was revealed that Aoyama was the spy with the with the kids at the school. And honestly, it was a little heartbreaking how he reacted because he was he was just very much so like, I made friends, but it doesn't feel real because of what I've had to do. <sighs> I thought that was just heartbreaking reading yeah. Aoyama just falling so much and right. I'm not quite sure how many chapters have been posted since then but quite a few have and mm-hmm. they have now like in the latest chapter not even necessarily the latest chapter but in the last few chapters they've broken off into groups to try to defeat the League of Villains what is your opinion on that the start of this arc so far I I have been enjoying it like I it's because I'm reading it chapter by chapter as it really gets released, it's been kind of hard to stay completely focused with it, though, because there's just, like, the groups are all in different places, mm-hmm. and each group has its own internal, you know, battle and side plot that's going on with it. Because you've got Dobby in that whole mess, with yep. Endeavor and Shoto going on in one area. I don't even know if they put Endeavor with them because there was because the true. last chapter he was like, I'm stuck with the third son. And it's like, uh, where yeah. did they put Endeavor again? But I mean, like the drama with him is still very there. present. He, physically, he's not there, but you know, the mm-hmm. issue it's kind of all. Well, yes, that's all there. Um, you've got. Hoga and that whole thing with Ochako and her feelings oh getting god. revealed and I was dying. I'm like, no. Oh my oh. god. I got a lot to say about that, but keep going. Oh. <laughs> and poor Midoriya's gotta like go across the ocean now and we well not the ocean, but the water and gotta get to the panel because it is not where scrunchy faces. Yeah, up because he's up on that, that like floating. Yeah, he's on the floating island. island. Yeah, like there's just so many side plot things kind of coming together that I'm like, wait, who's where? What's going on? Mm-hmm. But it's definitely nice to finally get this big battle now, where it's like, okay, all this is finally coming together, and. All the anger and frustration is finally, like, really starting to overboil. How how are they going to get out of this? I mean, the number of heroes is down. Mm-hmm. The number of villains is way up. Mm-hmm. And they're spread out. And the one wonder boy they want, Midoriya, is kind of nowhere to be found. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, Shigaraki, that's his name. I forgot his name for a hot second, and I called him Scrunchy Face, and I'm like, why? Scrunchy Face makes no sense. I'm so used to, like, everyone 
like on the internet calling him Shiggy that I always forget like his full name. I'm like, oh yeah, Shiggy. Mm-hmm. Shiggy. Then I'm like jiggy with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's fun. Like the one thing that I've always not liked about MHA is the amount of mass destruction that happens in that story. Yeah. And you could honestly say that for a lot of shonen manga. Mass destruction, saving the world, just, you know, levels of power to fight against mm-hmm. and the likes has always just been a bit greater than, you know, a normal story might be. However, this is yet again another giant colossal, like, let's destroy Tokyo so that we can destroy the villains, you know? And I just don't know how the rest of all of Japan is still, you know, there with everything that's happened. Right? It's very, very small island. So all this destruction, you would think that some areas would just be uninhabitable because they can't keep up with the amount of damage that's happened. And I'm just... Like, all right, let's do it up. Let's see what happens. And even then, like, even through the course of the story that we've seen so far, progressively, there's been more and more damage. And we've never seen, like, any... I mean, we've seen recovery efforts, but nothing to, like, really rebuild it. Mm -hmm. So it's not even just, like, in one little area. It's all over. And I can't imagine being in living in one of those areas and then like financially having to figure out like how do we like survive right like apartment building got demolished along with all the other ones in this town where do we go yeah like what is you know as an adult i'm like this is really messed up like how (laughs) how would you move on from this like what if you had a family and you're now on the streets. Like, what, what would you do? Is there insurance that you just pay for and then hope, you know, like, oh, I hope no hero or villain destroys the city. And then they do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, crap, guess I should have gotten that insurance. Like, wh- how does it work? I don't know. It's a it's a fascinating thing to ruminate on. But, like, also hurts your brain because you're like, how would this even function at all? And... That aside, I enjoy the story quite a lot. I love the characters. I think the writer is so good at characterization with his with the amount of characters that he has to play with. I absolutely yeah. love the characters. And this next plot as it's coming up coming about and coming to fruition as they release chapters, I think it's going to be very good and probably the final since mm-hmm. Shigaraki has always been the main bad guy alongside All for One. Yeah. I've really enjoyed like the breakup of heroes and how they're going to be fighting in these secluded zones in order to defeat their main League of Villains members. So I'm very curious about how that will play out. Oh gosh, yeah. I like how the chapter ended, although it made me really want the next one. Mm -hmm. Because it ended with Dobby being like, well, let me tell you how I survived. And I'm like, no, tell me now. Don't don't let this end now. Yes. It's like, where'd these 15 pages go? Like, no, let's start over. Let's start with this. Like, I need to know. It's bugging me. Like, how did you, how did you survive through this? Like, you were a child. I don't understand. 
Also, I'm like, I'm going to go grab you a barrel of, of salve and we're going to rub that on your burns because, oh my God, <laughs> you are coming apart at the seams and it's very literal. Oh I'm like, yeah. this is going to get gross. <laughs> can only imagine how bad he smells, you know? Just, yeah. yeah. How bad he smells and Burn how much he probably hurts. Yeah. Oh. Like, he's obviously able to overcome the pain. But right. given how he, how his powers work, that's got to hurt. You know, it's always I been know. shown to hurt when he burns himself. So, like, overusing his powers just has to hurt him. And I'm like, I understand your vendetta with your father. Totes get it. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't hurt yourself in order to get revenge. Like, do better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like, I feel, I don't, I'm not a super big fan of Dobby. I love his character. I think he's a very interesting character, mm-hmm. but like these last few arcs, I've been like kind of following more and being like, okay, I need to know your story more. Like what we know your motivation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's understandable, but at the same time, like how did it get to the point of you getting to Dobby and just killing every emotional connection that you have in your life and just being like nope it's nothing i have to get revenge i have to make life miserable and just dead like it is for me right now and i'm like i understand your pain but like bruh yeah isn't there a better way to do this because you're killing yourself in the process and like is that really worth it in the end like I, I just I don't understand and I need to understand and when he's like I'll tell you my story I'm like no I need to know now I don't want to wait a week right yeah I really wanted to like get the next chapter for that one mostly just for like what he's gonna tell and how right. Shoto will react to it I liked the sidekicks how they were just like we just got to get this done family matters aside yeah. let's just get this over with because right. this is a real issue that could hurt a lot of people. It was kind of nice to see that too. Cause I mean, they're like, you know, it's kind of a big family problem, but Endeavor's always been a good hero. I mean, mm-hmm. he gets the job done and because that will stand by him, you know, we're not going to focus on the family thing. Cause that's not our part, you know, no, we're not family, but he's, you know, the agency we're at and we'll support him. I'm like, oh perfect. That's that's a good agency. That's what you want. You don't want them backstabbing you or anything. No. Not at all. And so that's like that's like one one group fighting Dobby and yeah. probably yeah. whatever Nomu or other villains they got over there looked like some mm-hmm. spiky guy and I'm like, where did you come I from? I thought it was Godzilla at first. I was like, did <laughs> And then I was like, oh, it's a Nomu. And I'm like, they make a Godzilla Nomu? Because that'd be cool. Right? That'd be pretty, that'd be wicked. But again, more damage. Woo. Damage. Right. Damage plus right. 20. <laughs> or 100 plus 100. Um, right. And then we have uh, Aizawa and that crew which, gosh, who was all a part of that crew? You got Monma trying to copy Aizawa's power. Yes. And he's he's entertaining to watch. Um, and then I think Mirko and Bakugo mm-hmm. and Genus yep. 
And there's some girl that's yeah. with them too, but I can't remember her name. I really enjoy that group together. I like the dynamic. Yeah, I, I like Mirko calling him Dynamitey, and I'm like, yes, please keep doing that. I would just say the banter between Mirko and Bakugo is hilarious and so realistic between the characters yes. for the development that they've had. I'm like, oh my god, yes, tease him. Also, Mirko is still one of my favorites, and I love oh, the god, new yeah. gadgets that she can use on her on her uh, arm and leg. Yes. Oh. And it'll become very useful, I think, in the storyline for her. But, like, I could just read a whole book that's nothing but Marco saving people's lives and, you know, not dealing with anybody's bullshit. And I really want that (laughs) storyline. We all could. We're all just like, more Marco, please. Mm -hmm. Like, can we just get a whole separate story? Like, it could be a mundane daily life of Marco type of story. And we all would be like best story ever yes i agree wholeheartedly and so they're dealing with shigaraki on the floating island and that that really exponentially grew into something else i was not expecting with all the fucking fingers i'm just like what what yeah that was mm -mm. that was I was not grossed out. I just thought it was very weird. Also, I think this guy likes to show that he can draw hands really well. (laughs) But I thought that was really curious. Also, I just... They gave an explanation in in the... As part of that chapter in order to, like, explain why he's still growing so many fingers like that. But realistically, it doesn't make sense when they've got Aizawa's power stopping his power, like... Nothing should necessarily be growing because of some other power thing. I just thought that was really odd. Right. Because Aizawa's power should stop all power from being a thing. That's mm-hmm. how I've always understood it, at least. Yeah. So I thought that was just Although, weird. Right. Although it could be because he's been... I was going to say damaged. He's been damaged. Poor guy's been damaged for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the eye, though, I think his quirk is kind of not malfunctioning, but like half power. Yeah, like half the power it could be. So that could be playing into it as well as like maybe in his prime. Which he's not even old. I shouldn't be saying that in his prime. Back in the day, he couldn't do it. You know, he had more power with it. But with the times and now the the damage um, that he's gone through, mentally, physically, emotionally, like every aspect of him. Oh yeah. Um, it's probably pretty hard to. You know, we see that he he struggles maintaining it as it is because you know his eyes dry out, yep. which is understandable. Uh, one blink and you gotta start all over. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Ugh. So it was kind of cool that they found like a loophole for that with Monoma. Though they're like, we'll just have someone put water, like you know, keep his eyes moisturized as he keeps them open. Yeah, so Monoma's coughing, and then there's a guy on the side that's just like, I'm gonna keep your eyes moisturized. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I was like, that's clever. I mean, if I, I don't know if that character is an actual like 
hero, technically. I, I'm sure he is, and I just didn't catch it. Like, if you weren't a hero and you had that power, and then you were suddenly, like, uh, recruited by the heroes, because they're like, I need you to keep my eyes moist, I'd be like, okay, sure. <laughs> I guess I could do that, but, like, being able to help out the crew like that, I'd be like, I'm a hero. <laughs> He's probably, like, a sidekick or something probably like went to school for like being her and they're like yeah you'll be a sidekick and honestly he's got like he better be he better be like sidekick of the year or something for this right boy he is single-handedly saving the world with his power he is yeah yeah it's very useful in that situation and like without him they would not necessarily be able to hold on for so long because his eyes would just dry out and he'd have to blink and stop and then start again kind of thing. But also right. the will it takes to just hold your eyes open, even though they're maintaining moisture is just, Ooh, that would be, I can't imagine how that would feel like Mm-mm. the willpower needed. Cause like instinctually you're going to want to blink at some point yeah. and just physically mentally tell yourself don't blink don't blink don't blink you need to maintain eye contact with this person do not blink that's a lot to put a child through you know i mean this whole scenario since the beginning has been a lot to put these children through right i can't imagine like attending ua and then like you get stuck with this bullshit like dude i'm here to become a hero not to deal with this like it's not even my class or you're like in the business class of all of them and you're like well what the hell yeah i just dude i just want to be a business kid i just want to be in the business of hero work not a hero yeah but yeah they get pulled through the ringer so much albeit that is the story so it makes a lot of sense and it's good i enjoy it you know i absolutely love the characters and everything but, yeah, it, it does make me think about, like, characters in the background and civilians and the damage and stuff like that, where I'm just, hmm, interesting. Right. That's usually what comes it, up in my mind. It makes me want to know, like, I wish we knew how many chapters were left. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be that he's just winging it, which is understandable. Um. Because then it would be interesting to see, like, you know, we're at this point right now, the the major battle is really starting to really kick in. We know where all the main groups are. Um, we know what needs to basically happen. But how long is it going to take? What other troubles are going to arise? Who's going to um, die? Yeah. I'll be it. They haven't then- really killed anybody that's not a villain really right yeah and there's just so many characters that it's like who's going to be important in the end right because i mean you know realistically you start the series like who would have thought at the beginning that aoyama would have been the villain i mean a villain more or less that he was the traitor yep um as you go through the story like you can see the hints for it and you're like oh i get it but you know, who would have thought that Sparkly Boy, you know, that it was his family situation. He's born quirkless. It wasn't his choice. 
and that his parents kind of forced it on him and that he relates to Midoriya kind of in that way too, where he's like, I was born quirkless and I like, I can understand your body not taking your quirk because that's my body, but I can't say it just like you. I can't, you know, I got to pretend I got to keep sparkling. Right. Like, oh, cause he can't say please. it because that would put suspicion on him. Right. Like, well, then how did you get a quirk? I want to know more of, like, how he got into UA. Mm -hmm. Because it would have been pretty obvious that he's got very poor control of his quirk. And he wouldn't have had it for, I mean, he's had it for a decent amount of time by that point. But, like, why is that hero worthy of a quirk? Yep, yep. Like, I mean, Frog, too, I love... I love my frog. I love Froppy. But, like, why is that hero-worthy? Like, some of these, I'm like, really? Or Denki, like, Kaminari. I'm like, yes, electricity, cool. But, like... He's got no control. At this point, he has no control. Like, the poor boy just... Fries his brain. half the time. Yep. I'm like, like, I don't understand how, out of all the quirks in Japan, that these are the top quirks. I mean, there's going to be variations, but, like really this is the best i just i want to know that process too like how do you figure out who gets to join the hero course and who doesn't yeah yeah i yeah there's so much i need to know and i'm never gonna know and it bugs me i'm like i know this just is because it is yeah i love all the characters and some of them I think are more useful than others, like Minetta. Not a not a single use. Not with that personality. No. Mm-mm. I don't know how he got into the hero course whatsoever. I don't think anybody does. And so it just makes you wonder about like what their rules are in order to get in, what the qualifications are. Because you just gotta question people like that. Be like, why? What what made you choose this kid over this kid? You know, like, this kid creates knives out of his body. What makes you say no to him, but okay to him? Yeah. I also hope we can get, like, a time skip, like, after this whole thing ends. And I just want to know where some of these kids end up. Like, yeah, what happened? The ones that survive, because I'm sure some of them are going to die. Got to get that trauma. Um... So for the ones that survive, what is their future? Do they retire? Like, do they stay as a hero? Do they just create agencies and, like, help educate? Like, what what happens? And, like, there's one, one freaking character that I care about. Tank Tongue Boy. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm so invested in that one kid from that, the... The short little arc that was in there? Yeah, that short little arc. But boy, I love that kid so much. I'm like, I want to know his future. Mm -hmm. Like, I just love him. What a quirk, you know? Like, how do you eat? Give me more info. Yeah. It's like random characters like that. I'm like, I just want to know. Like, do they become heroes? Or do they just... You want to know about the next generation of heroes after these main characters. yeah. 
right? Like, I want to know the future of the main ones, but then, like, the next gen, like, is being a hero still a thing? Mm -hmm. Or do they try to move towards something else? What happens? I need to know, and I want to know when I'm going to know. And that's, I think, what's really bugging me right now is... You just don't know when this is going to end? I mean, I've never looked it up either, so that might be, like, half the issue. But my focus is, like, solely... Not solely, but mainly with Attack on Titan. So I'm like, I want to get that out of my way, and then I can focus more with my hero and other shows. And just, oh, oh, yeah, feelings. Also, I'm almost done with Attack on Titan. Mm. There's only a few more episodes, and then I'm cut. When? Ooh, I'm. There's no new episode this week. The last one's next week. I'm waiting. The last last episode is next week. Uh, in theory, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but it's not like fully caught up to the manga, so right. there, they there was assumptions that like things would get announced this weekend, but it didn't happen, and so now there's major panic. They're like, "Oh God, what's gonna happen?" Hmm. That's interesting. Oh, so, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure there'll be like a movie or something just to drag it out. Probably. More. But. Yeah, I'm my hero. I am curious about like what the future holds and when when this ends and they kind of I assume that they'll hold some kind of memorial for the lost heroes and kids that were lost during this time. Because like before we talked about how they also lost Nimuri in one of the battles as well. And Mm -hmm. I, I was really sad by that. But I was also frustrated because they just showed it like a brief picture of her and deceased and i was like "Mm, i want more um right and i'm just assuming that we'll lose other professors and other students during this arc as well and it just feels like it's becoming it's coming to that final end and i would like to see something that's a little bit more like flash forward and they're just in the average day of school and all they have to worry about are grades and not whole, not you know, saving the the island from catastrophe, and them just kind of assimilating back into a more for them normal life, and then also like a flash forward from there of them being adults and acting as heroes as adults and stuff like that. I think that would be right. awesome. Not sure what we'll get, but hopefully some of that. Right. I know. I'm. Curious because I mean, it's all happening solely in Japan, and we've seen like the US tried to involve itself as the US does. Yep. Um, although it did seem like more of a natural, positive, I guess, involvement not positive, but like, yeah. And we lost that character, which had you know, some. I don't exactly remember her quirk, but I remember being like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to know more about her because she was suddenly there. She was really yeah. cool. And then she died. And I was like, and oh, she's gone. I'm I know. sad about that. Right. And I, if I remember right, like she had ties to All Might, which kind of helped like inspire her to be who she is. And I was like, I want to know more about that. And then she died. And I was like, oh, yep. Okay. And then, like, the rest of the world's like, yeah, we're not getting involved anymore. And Shigaraki is still struggling with her power after he absorbed it and stuff. 
So it's it's interesting to see like that it's solely Japan dealing with this. And like if Japan were to fall, like what are the repercussions for the rest of the world then? Because heroes aren't necessarily as prevalent, but there are heroes and villains across the world. So it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Tell me more. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, I don't think the villains will win in the end. Honestly, I don't think so. I think there'll always be that subculture Mm -hmm. within, like, if the series were to continue later on, like, there'd be that subculture of the villains being like, oh, you won that battle, but you haven't won the war yet. Yeah. It's like, give it up. up." (laughs) It's like, we're past that. Come on. Like, it's been how long? Come on. So... Let's talk about Toga and that group, because mm-hmm. that was a fascinating bit that in was. the chapter. And I just, I giggled a bit when I read it. I was like, wow, okay. But I thought it was really interesting how Danger Sense can't censor, because she's has genuine affection for Midoriya, albeit a very backwards affection in how she wants yeah. to show that affection. But because of that, you know, he can't actually censor coming or going because genuinely she's like, I love you. So it's not posed as a danger, mm-hmm. which makes kind of makes me wonder about that, too, because it's like, OK, so her affection, her actions are out of genuine affection. However, her actions will still kill him. So why wouldn't it work? Right. I kind of wonder if there's a part of him that's also like contributing contributing to it as well cuz he's constantly wanting to like help people. Yes. Which is very good of him. Um even, you know, people that are beyond help. And he sees like that part of Toga that's like a hurt child more or less and he's like I can help, like, at the same time, like, you can't keep doing this. And I think part of him might be, like, not repressing that potential uh, trigger warning of, like, oh, my gosh, she's dangerous. Like, I need to be careful with, like, you know, maybe I can help her. And, like, I can use that affection that she has and that genuine love in a positive way. Oh, you probably can't. I feel I feel like he realized that in this chapter. However, uh, one of the previous chapters, he and Ochaka were talking about how they're just kind of weird because they do want to genuinely help these people and they think that they can. Yeah. And I think that's a fair point. I think that there is some something that they can do to help them. I'm just not sure what exactly that is. Yeah. However... I didn't like how Toga was like, you just don't see us as people. I was like, no, I think these two are the most likely to see you as people yeah. than anybody else. Yeah. They don't approve of your actions. And I mean, nobody has approved of her actions since she was a child, obviously. And so her worldview is very skewed. But I definitely think that Midoriya and Ochako do see her and the others as people. And just their actions just say that they aren't in the right and uh, they don't know how to address that 
as a as they're still a young teen themselves. So yeah. <laughs> And it kind of plays off of, like, society at large, too, because there's, you know, constantly more and more people with quirks being born, but then you've got quirks that are not stereotypically good. And Toga is, how could you, you know, if you gave, if that was your child, Toga was your child, like, deep down, as, like, a parent, I would hope, you know, you'd want the best for your child, you'd be willing to do anything but with a quirk like hers, mm-hmm. like what resources are available to you to help your child understand their quirk and to, you know, successfully live a life with it? Like what resources are there in this world yeah. to help like not, you know, the traditionally not good quirks and to help society see like, you know, oh, that could be good. Because I mean, we get you know, Shinso with his mind control and everyone is just like, oh, that's a good villain quirk. And he's like, I don't want to be a villain, though. I want to be a good guy. I want to be a hero. And they're like, but it's a good villain quirk. And I'm like, Shinso. But it's also like, that could be a great hero quirk. Like, let's not think of it as just villains. Like, if the villains have it, it's useful for them. If the heroes have it, it's useful for the heroes. Like, yep. Everything could be used to either do good or do harm. It's about the actions mm-hmm. that the person makes and about also the pressure of society. That's always a factor. But yeah, I thought the uh the toga um the fight that they had started with Toga was really interesting and her genuine affection for Mendoria. She was just out outright like i love you and i want you to be my boyfriend and he's like what right and then he started like listing things off of what you would do on a date and i'm like boy you're just so robotic and you just don't understand yet poor kid Mm -hmm. and then froppy comes in and saves the day from toga spilling arabica's uh secret that she she honestly likes him too yeah and again, he'd be like, uh, he'd be methodically naming things off of like things that they'd want to do together. And she'd be like, I guess. <laughs> like, not right now, but like maybe later, I yeah. guess. You know, we gotta save the world first. Yep, yep. I liked that Froppy came in at the end there and was just like, I can't let her secret be shared this way. <laughs> right? Like, that's not now, not like this. That's a good friend. That's a good friend. It it definitely makes me wonder, like, what would have happened if it had been revealed? Mm -hmm. Like, would Toga's attention therefore go to her and be like, there can only be one that has Midoriya's love and affection. It's going to be me. Or, like, you know, what would have... I mean, Midoriya would have just been like, huh? What? Like, this is what we can do. But at the same time, like, we know that there's interest too from him more or less so like would he just kind of is there though look i feel like i feel like there is but i don't think it's like a long-term like i'm gonna marry this woman kind of thing because she's one of the first people that really kind of supported him so i think it's more of like 
Maybe like a first crush kind of situation. Like a first crush, because I mean, people didn't really look at him a lot. No, you know, he had Baku go up his ass yeah. for the longest time. It still does. Um, but I think she was really one of the first ones to be like, "You can do it," you know. And she, you know, saved him from falling on his ass. Mm-hmm. So I think, in a way, it's kind of like that first crush of being like, "Oh my gosh, this girl is talking to me." in a positive way like oh my gosh i i love her but i think long term wise it it would be more like you know i i appreciate what you've done for me but i think it's more of like a friendship support kind of a thing not like i'm going to marry you we're going to have kids we're going to have a good life and maybe she dies i yeah, don't know who knows we won't we won't know if anybody dies or not I am curious, though, what Midoriya turns out to be like as an adult, because I don't know if he'll make time to have relationships. He's got such a severe savior complex that even even through the chapters, he's being, you know, told like, hey, rely on your friends, rely on the people around you that can do this, you know, and so he's going through these lessons, but I'm just not sure how well they'll stick. I think I think it's going to take something like a death mm-hmm. from a BFF to really sink in that you can't save everyone and you cannot try to be like the savior. Like it's not healthy for one. No. And it's not possible. You can't do it. You can't be the best and save everyone and make sure there's no damage like there's always going to be major consequences to your actions yep. regardless if it's good bad in the middle there's always going to be some kind of outcome to it and it's going to take something major for him to really sink it and maybe it could be like all might's I think All Might's death would like make it worse. And he'd be like, I have to save everyone in the name of All Might. I have to. But I want to know. Like a part of, God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of hope he dies. I know he won't. Yeah. I kind of hope he does. And then someone else, like, like I want him to die with like that last punch. So he takes out the villain. He takes out Shiggy, Shigaraki. And then like, the world is safe, blah, 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 and then he dies. I'd feel bad for his mom, though. Oh, poor mom. I don't know if I would oh, feel bad I don't know for if his I mom. Want that anymore. <laughs> Sadly, I would feel more more ter- more uh, empathy for his for the kids who were his friends and stuff than for his mom and stuff like that. But I don't know if I would feel too terribly for his mom, which makes me feel terrible, but I just don't know. <laughs> I want to know where his dad is. I honestly want to know that too. I'm I'm always been curious about who his dad is. Right? Because we know he's abroad. He's alive. We know he's alive. We know he's abroad. And with all the shit going on in Japan, like, would he not call his wife and son to be like, hey, man, just making sure you're alive? You know? Like, what is going on with that? Well, I also don't think Are they're they married. separated. I'm pretty sure they're separated. They must not be. Did. Right. I just... 
But it's also one of those things where earlier in the story, when Amit was going against Alpha One, I think that he should have uh, passed during that fight. But then we got him uh, all mm-hmm. continuing on throughout the story, obviously, because he survived. But I think that would have been a more emotional impact for everybody had he yeah. passed back then. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I could totally see that with Midoriya at, during this fight. However, I don't really want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But I would think that it'd be a good emotional impact if Shigaraki did pass during this fight. And it was during the fight with Midoriya. Because that would be one of those situations where he can't he can't necessarily do anything about it. But he tried and he just had to do what mm-hmm. he had to do sort of thing. And just to see yeah. the fallout of that with through the boy's eyes kind of thing. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I like where it's going a lot. Also, I want to see Aizawa back up 100%. Okay. <laughs> I know. I feel so bad for him. I'm like, bruh, just let me hug you. Like, I feel so bad. Do you accept hugs, sir? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, I, I will hug you if you want. I'll make you, like, a hot chocolate or something. Like, just relax. You deserve a life of relaxing after this. Like, you poor guy. You just, you've been put through the ringer. And I I just feel horrible for him. Yeah. He's done a lot for his students, and I applaud that very much so. Right. He's a good, he's a p- good protector and teacher for them. Albeit, he sleeps a lot. <laughs> I mean, I feel that. I feel that. Right. I mean, he, oh, poor guy. He's definitely very introverted. Mm-hmm. And dealing with young, oh, I guess they'd be high school kids. Oh, I'd be exhausted. Young kids that just want to be heroes that are going through raging right. hormones, but also raging powers. Oh, my God. That, right. that, that amount of emotions that must be, be just exhausting to deal with. <laughs> right. And then I think he does, like, hero work on the side, too, a little yeah. bit. So the poor guy is just put through everything. And he's, like, trying not to scare the kids away, but also be very realistic about their future as a hero, being like, it ain't sunshine and roses. Yeah. Things happen. People die. Also make sure that they survive, like, that the kids don't do something yeah. stupid and kill themselves or get themselves right. killed. Like, <laughs> cool. That's a full-time job. Oh. That is, and then to keep them all in, like, to bring them all to the school in dorms Mm -hmm. and not have them kill each other there on top of it and be like, oh, i got to make sure these kids don't freaking blow up the kitchen or, you know, get lost on campus. I meant to take care of Aerie, too. Poor Aerie. Like, her trauma, for one. And then what role will she play? In the end, since she could potentially rewind and, you know, yeah, do some damage control. She really could. She really could. I don't know what that would look like, but it would be interesting to see. Yeah. Huh. She could hone in on that power. She could. I'm excited to see her in the next generation of students. 
Yeah. Because her controlling her power could be massive and so cool. She's so sweet and so cute. I know. She's adorable. Absolutely adorable. But yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the MHA to come out as it does. And like, curious to see where it goes and what happens. I am still wanting to get more info and more info, more of an update on overhaul. We had a little tease of him for a little oh, bit yeah. without his arms. And I'm like, I want more. I just, I need more of him. He's such a bad person, but I'm like, oh. yeah, but I want, I want, so I like cool. the actual villains. And not the ones where they're like, there's a possibility they could be actually good underneath that shell. And I'm like, no, just leave them bad. Just, just, they're just bad. Right. Right. But I, I am just going to be very excited when this all for one bullshit is done. Cause I'm like, this is dragged on for like 30 volumes. I am done with this villain. But will it ever be done? That could be like the worst part is in the end. He survived somehow. Still around. Right? And he starts collecting more powers again and then they have to go through it again. And they're like, wait, didn't we do this before? I mean, it would be not realistic, but it it would be kind of, I don't want to say symbolic. I don't know the word I want right now. Because um, I mean that threat of evil will always be mm-hmm. there. Maybe not to that extent. Dream. I mean, it would. I think the idea of him will live on. Maybe not him himself, but the idea of him and just villains will always permeate through the society, and there'll always be that underground desire to bring whether or not the League of Villains continues on afterwards. Yeah. Um, but to bring back that power and be like, we got this. We can do it. Yeah. I I think his legacy will continue on. There we go. Legacy. There we go. However, I don't think the amount of power without him or the scientist on, you know, just run around town, I don't think that kind of power will be an issue anymore. Like, there will definitely be intense power because a lot of people have some very powerful quirks. But at their level, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And honestly... I want more fights with, like, low-level guys that they just got to be sneaky with, like, Stain. Like, ugh, I miss that a lot. <laughs> that was, ugh, that was cool. And the idea that Stain is now free opens up the possibility of future conflicts with Stain again. Stain? Oh. Which is exciting. It is, it is. Because it- I mean, on one hand, Stain is, oh, I mean, in all hands, <laughs> in all hands, all hands on deck. <laughs> oh my gosh. <that's> so- <laughs> he is such a good and well thought out villain because deep down, like he recognizes that some heroes aren't bad. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like the idea of heroes trying to do more and kind of overstepping their boundaries. And the idea that he has is rather intriguing. And I'm like, you're not horrible. I wouldn't say you should kill people for Mm -hmm. it. Um, But I'm like, I can kind of see where you're coming from. And I don't, 
I don't fully agree with it, but I don't fully disagree with it. And it just, it's curious to see, like, what we could do with him later on. Yeah. Like, could he be used within the police force to help track down heroes that have gone too far? Or villains that are going too far? Yep. But he's also very independent, so I don't think he would. But it, there's just so much potential for his character that I'm like, I, I like him. I like him a lot. <laughs> He's so cool. A little weird. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of weirdos out there. And he's got such a huge influence, too, that he could really abuse that if he wanted to. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Sir. Any of them really could. Right? Because, I mean, the League of Villains gained heroes simply because of Steve. Yep. So. Gained heroes? Or you mean, you mean like, more villains? Oh, sorry, Bill. Oh, my God. I mean, they did pick up some heroes along the way, albeit it didn't turn out quite quite well for those heroes. Yeah. He, League of Villains gained villains because of him, because they saw their little collab, I guess, mm-hmm. and were like, ooh, I stand by Steen. And since y'all kind of, kind of collabed, I guess I can join you, but I'm still going to follow Stane's ideals, but I'll go with you. Yeah, I think that makes a lot, a lot of sense. That makes more sense than what I said before. <laughs> so. Words. Sometimes Words. they'd be hard. Um, yeah, totally agree. I mean, I think maybe maybe next episode we just uh, talk about Spy Family. Part one, My Hero Academia. Part two, Spy Family. Spy Family. We're getting there. We'll get there. We just have a lot of feelings on MHA, okay? Right. We still have more, but it's been an hour. We're going to mm-hmm. stop. Yeah, and, now it, and at this point, too, it's just speculation about what's going to happen. Yeah. So, so when it... Oh. We need to be able to finish this before oh, we can be like, our speculations were correct! Yes! Right? Be like, I called it. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. I, I called it. it. 